Bring It On is a public affairs program exploring the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American communities in South Central Indiana and beyond. Bring It On is a forum for the people, by the people, produced by an independent team of volunteers working at the studios of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana, and financially supported by listeners like you. Good evening, I'm William Jose. Welcome to Bring It On, a multiple award-winning program celebrating our 12th year as Indiana's only weekly community radio show committed to exploring the people, issues, and events impacting the African-American community. Good evening, and I'm Jim Sims, and I feel good. Yes, you do. Y'all feel good? How do y'all feel? Pretty good. Okay, we'll talk about it in just a minute. (laughs) In our special tribute to Black History Month, we'll visit with Ms. Monica Johnson, director of the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center, to learn of a variety of Black History Month engagement activities on the IU Bloomington campus, all in the next hour of Bring It On. But before we get to that part of the show, Black History Month kicks off in February, actually February the 1st for the city of Bloomington. There are a wide array of informative programs and initiatives to engage all citizens of Bloomington. The entire Bloomington community, entire, that means everybody. Everybody. Everybody Mm -hmm. is invited to an evening of cultural production to kick off Black History Month on Thursday, February the 2nd at 6 p.m. in the council chambers of City Hall located at 401 North Morton Street. The 2017 theme for Black History Month is Black Herstory Month, Her Story, illuminating the gifts of black women. Joining us in the studio for this conversation is City of Bloomington Safe and Civil City Director Rafi Hassan and Martha Chamberlain, Chair of the 2017 Black History Month Planning Committee. So Rafi and Martha, welcome to Bring It On. Thank you. Again, thank you for having us. You know, I'm just kind of curious. The the theme for this year is Black History. Is there actually some uh, a story behind his story? No. no If anybody would know, Rafi would know. No, not not necessarily no. But again, just to um, certainly evoke those many people who have uh, uh, attempted to try to teach me more about African American history and history. Um, how we tend to norm uh, maleness or, or male identity. And so certainly um, the theme this year reflects uh, being very intentional about how we look at uh, black women, African-American women, or, or women of the black diaspora. Okay, so Rafi and Martha, I think we want to break this down a piece at a time. I understand you got three events going on this month. So why don't you or both of you just start off by telling us about the kickoff event and you know you can take that anywhere you want to go with it. I think you should do because you got all the presenters. Okay, well. Uh so Thursday, February 2nd, again this event is open to uh members of the community. We're asking that you please bring your children. Um you know, uh, get there, you know, when you can, uh, certainly a, a free reception. Preferably on time. Right. Absolutely. Always on time. You know how um, we are. But this year we have we have an evening of cultural production dedicated to uh, black women. And uh, we have been very generous benefactors of so many, pe- so many talented people within the community. Um, expect to see a spoken word performance. Um, expect to see uh, poetry, expect to see uh, dance, um, vocalists, um, you know, certainly remarks from, you know, Mayor Hamilton. Uh, we are happy to have Dr. Uh, Melanie Burnham to give us uh, some remarks on uh, the hidden histories of uh, black women. So um, just overall a very festive mood. I think a mood that's, uh, or excuse me, a history that's certainly appropriate. And uh, the committee looks forward to, uh, you know, welcoming so many community to council chambers for uh, this very important event. Okay, and before we um, move much, much further, um, there, this is going to take a lot of work, or has taken a lot of work, and I'm sure you have a, an, a committee. Yeah. Um, and if you guys, just for the sake of our listeners and give them a shout out, can you let us know who's on your committee? 
We have Dietrich Dennis, Gerald Goodman, Donald Griffin, Nicole Griffin, Valerie Jose. Uh, that's Hosea. Hosea. Thank <laughs> yes. you. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't Forgive mention me. <laughs> Okay. McQueen Reese, Dari Sim, Deborah Vance. And Dr. Maisha Wester. And, of course, myself and Rafi. And I am thankful to have my SPIA Corps fellow, Bernicia Jackson, with me this year. Yes. All right. And giving them all a shout out. Um, in, in some of the research um, that I've received today, there was a nice quote from the mayor mm-hmm. um, with regard to this, and, and I'll read that and share it. Um, and he says, especially during these times when some seek to divide us, events such as this that lift up <clears throat> and celebrate the contributions of African-American women are important and deeply worthy of our support. I urge everyone, especially families, to attend and learn from the outstanding program the committee has prepared. Um, so apparently the mayor may know some things that we don't know, um, but we would have to concur um, at least to this point with everything. And I know it's going to be a fantastic program, a fantastic month. Um, and with that, I'll shut up and let you all tell us more of what's what's going on. Well, on the kickoff, we really want to highlight uh, Rappi has actually done a great job in actually getting uh, members of the community to come and perform. And I wanted to highlight the uh, show choir from Fairview Elementary. It's a group of elementary children that sing and dance and is part of our performing arts program at Fairview Elementary, and they will be part of the performance that evening as well. And you mentioned something about spoken word earlier. Yes, yes. Uh, We are uh, featuring um, London Grant. She is a grad student currently in the uh, IU School of Education, but uh, she's an uh, award-winning spoken word artist from Brooklyn, New York. Is that right? Yeah. So she, yeah. And, and I've, I've only heard her work, uh, you know, on YouTube, but um, it, it's it's phenomenal. So uh, th- certainly those in participation will be in for a treat. So we can go to YouTube and. Uh, yes. Yes. London Grant. That's London right. Grant. Yep. Is it spelled just like it sounds? Yes. Spelled just like <clears throat> it sounds. So again, just um, and, and to to add on to, I, I believe, you know what what the mayor was trying to, um, or certainly what he we encapsulated in, in talking about, uh, you know women's women's experiences. This event, um, again, this is this is timely. You know we can't really overemphasize how much uh, you know black women's experiences um, are appropriate for you know our time period. You know they challenge us to, you know, really kind of uh, we, we have to look at the contradictions uh you know within struggle and so you know black women's experiences have been um being you know marginalized both racially but also um you know in terms of gender and so as a part of that you know i think it's it's certainly appropriate when we begin to look at how we're understanding the global human rights struggle and we look at how discrimination whether that goes along the lines of religion and gender identity um and certainly sex, but again, we, we can't be selective, selective bigots. So we're okay with standing up for the rights of, you know, our brothers and sisters are part of the queer community, but, uh, you know, for Muslims, we, we, we turn a blind eye. So, you know, women's, ex- women's experiences, they, they, they shed light on that, and that's, that's significant. Okay. Um <clears throat> I guess I'm looking for the connection for hidden histories um, that maybe you can explain for us. Um, when I first read that, and I'm like, hidden from who? Um, because we were part of that. Um, and, and we know many people that were um, guided or raised by their grandmothers, mm-hmm. um, raised and guided by their moms in single pam- family um, mm-hmm. households. Um, some of the other things that, that we grew up and it was just like normal mm-hmm. um so how do we make these unhidden for lack of a better word is that but, what the from a media standpoint or, or the the history is that what we're sharing with the the rest of the community that that may not know these histories i think well, well to be honest i think goes back to the point that we want the people 
We want people to understand that women have made a huge contribution to our society. And sometimes it's overlooked. And sometimes you give credit to other people where it right. should be given to the black woman. And so the black woman is actually, they have raised their family. And sometimes they raise the family all by themselves. And so that's important. Also, it just self-esteem to let little girls know, young girls realize that you can do this all by yourself. Don't ever let anyone say you cannot make it in life and society as all. You have something to contribute to the world, to the society, to your family, to yourself. You have to contribute, and that's important. We want, it's, all, it's really more about self-esteem, being who, knowing who you are, knowing who you are and where you came from. That's and important. Actually, when you said hidden history, it immediately made me think about the movie Hidden Figures. Oh, yeah, yes. absolutely. Which and and it's timely that that movie came out right before Black History Month. Yes. And and I kind of get the sense those are the types of stories that you're referring to when you say hidden. Honestly, I didn't know about. I had never heard that story until late last year. Sometime I heard it on the radio. Uh, I guess it was when Pharrell Williams. Uh, uh, finally you know released his movie yeah or just before he released his movie but there are probably countless stories yes out there like that about those types of women absolutely and their accomplishments absolutely written stories yeah yes absolutely yeah yeah it's it's true absolutely certainly um you know i think about ella baker and and how 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 big she was not only to the student nonviolent coordinating committee but toward kind of doing grassroots mobilization, um, you know, during the civil rights movement. Often her history is dwarfed in comparison to what we know about Dr. King. So I think it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, she, she, she was just, um, you know, a monumental figure. So. Okay. Um, there's a couple other events and I think that we'll, we'll move on to them. Um, uh, the essay contest, which I always think is, is, and, and I happen to be blessed to be one of the, the readers and judges. And um, these kids can write. Yes, they can. <laughs> these kids can write. Yes. Um, but can, can we just let's start talking more about that. Uh, that's an exciting part of, of all this for me as well. Well, it's open to everyone in Monroe County area. And uh, this year, because of the themes, all of the, uh, well, let's say, Everyone we submitted, all the names were ladies. They were women in, in Black History Month history, and we wanted them to be some names that people were not familiar with, as well as names they were familiar with. Because most time, if you look at the list, most of the girls, if anyone read the list, they would know who uh, past First Lady Michelle Obama. They would know who she is, and they will know who Serena Williams will. But for the most part, how many people actually know who Fannie Lou Hamer is? She's from Mississippi. She was an actress, <laughs> and she believed in, she did a lot with the political world. And, but people do not know that. And I think a lot of people who know, have heard of her only know her for her one thing that she always said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired yeah. of being sick and tired. <laughs> and so they that's all they remember her from. But she did so much when it came to politics, registering people to vote and going to the Democratic Convention and what have you. These are important people that may highlights they made an impact in our in our, our society in our country and what have you and so it's just a listener named Marion Anderson beautiful voice but yes. how many of our children in this day and time know who she is because you have to read your history and that's not something that children just pick up unless parents encourage them to do it because black history is not a subject being taught and I have to admit, there's a couple of uh, names on there that I did not recognize. Uh, Misty Copeland. You didn't recognize Misty Copeland? Didn't recognize Misty Copeland. You want to educate a brother here real quick? Misty Copeland? Oh, I can um, say it again. <laughs> I, I guess, you, I, I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm also speaking as a father of a, of a uh, six-year-old. Mm-hmm. So Misty Copeland, um, first uh, African-American uh, ballerina. Yeah. Um, not first, act, but but lead. I guess I forgot. Pre- what word did they give to kind of to the first ballerina, the prima 
prima ballerina. So uh, so not into ballet. Yeah, they got they have dolls <laughs> with her and everything. So is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. collectible. Now, one of the uh, another not so recognizable names. I'm familiar with who she is, but Lorraine Hansberry. Oh, the yeah, Chicago and yeah, the works of uh, Lorraine Hansberry. So, um, who is the 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 title is. So the title is escaping me right now of, of one of her works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We should all know. Yeah, we, we should. We should. But and we have to mention Serena Williams made history again. Yes. Yeah. I, I, just this over the weekend, right? Yes. Yeah, I'll yes. be the first to actually say that uh, Serena Williams is the greatest athlete of the 21st century. And she, <laughs> yeah. I think she specifically, she won her 23rd Grand Slam. Right. Yes. She had to throw a sister under the bus to get it done, but, you know. Sometimes sister got to do what a sister got to do. But it was like she said in the interview that on Saturday when we play, a William will win. That's that's a good point. (laughs) A William will win. And a William did. And I'm sure if Venus had to lose, she would prefer it be to her sister. Yes. She made that comment. (laughs) And again, just a a very quick announcement. Um, the The contest deadline is tomorrow. So. If you have not yet, first prize, 16 gig iPad Air 2, second prize, uh, $100, third prize, $75. So, again, if for the listening audience, if you have uh, children attending high school, middle school, elementary, you know, we ask you to go to the City of Bloomington's website to look at, and you can download the um, information about the SA contest. Yeah. So, Jim, did you have another question about the essay contest? Because I have one more before we move on. Well, no, go ahead. I just want to, um, there's more details, um, and I'm glad he mentioned the um, deadline date. And there yeah. will be information on where they submit um, their essays to yes. and that sort yes. of thing. But go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. I was wondering if you had a, a tally of uh, participation from the different schools, uh, the number of students. Now, we know we got a substantial number from Jackson Creek. Um, my my right hand, Bernicia Jackson, would know in particular. So yes. I can't, mm-hmm. I don't have specifics from which school, but we got okay. quite a quite a lot of uh, middle school essays this year. And now, in the past, I think uh, now you you do open it up to high school, middle, and elementary, right? Yes, that's correct. And in the past, from what I know, correct me if I'm wrong. But there was more participation at the elementary level, right? Yes. Is that the same situation this year? No. Not this year. Is that right? Yeah. No. Kind of we have more time. participation this year from middle school. From middle right. school. Yes. Okay. Yes. Either way, it's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It is, it is a good thing. Budding scholars, yes. Yes. Yeah. But the presentation for the award for the essay contest will be Tuesday, February the 21st at Fairview Elementary at 500 West 7th Street here in Bloomington. Okay. All right. And there was information on, on, on how they'll submit their essays? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. All that is uh, on, on the website. website. That's mm-hmm. correct. Okay. Yes. And, that, and that website address is? www. It should be City of Bloomington. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it slash BHM? Yes. Yep. Would it, would it be? Oh, uh, they can would, they would can submit be? essays to bhmsacontest at bloomington.in.gov. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's the information that we uncover here on Bring It On, right on. and then highlight it to the community, yes. folks. Again, the deadline for that um, is tomorrow, January 31st, 2017, tomorrow. Um, and I'd like to get back to you. We just briefly went over the Fairview Choir, mm-hmm. um, and particularly not right now. I think we'll have some other time, but I okay. think there's another um, – the third event, mainly that we'll, we'll talk about, and that's the the gala. Yes. All right. Yes. The twelfth annual Black History Month gala. Yes. Yes. And again, we we are um, we're honored to be able to um, have this event again at um, the Hilton Garden Inn. Tickets will go on sale February first at the bu- at the Buskirk. Chumley box office. So at the gala, um, again, it, it brings the close of National Black History right. Month. Um, you know, and it, it's a it's a commemoration. It's an event. It'll be uh, wonderful food, live music. We will uh, present uh, the outstanding Black Male Leader of Tomorrow Award, 
And we will also honor um, the living legend, 2017 living legend, who I am so proud to announce uh, the winner of this year's uh, Living Legend Award to be uh, our own Doris Sims. Is that right? Doris Sims, yes. Dang, I didn't get it again. <laughs> Doris no, and, and no, Doris deserves it. If if there's truly, I guess, a description, yeah, uh, you know, to, or the, where that description embodies someone, it would definitely have to be Doris. And, and who will present Doris with the award? We'll present Doris with the award. Likely all <laughs> members of the community, but. Donald and Nicole Griffin. Okay. Griffin Griffin Realty, um, they are they've they've made a wonderful commitment. I think anytime you, you know, first of all, you're you're celebrating uh, you know, people in your community who have done so much. Um, you know, you make an effort at what my mother says, giving them their flowers. Yes. Um, it's always something that's so good. So so it's it's it'll I'll be very happy, and I'll, I'll I'll have to buy a new outfit just because Doris is getting her award. Hmm. So I'm sure my wife will be happy for that. <laughs> I, 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 and actually, um, thank you for that. And I um, after you can see, after 38 years of marriage, I've kind of learned to just sit over and be quiet as well. I'm not saying a whole lot. <laughs> sit over and be quiet. Um, but I will say this: and tickets were how much? Did, did we tickets, that? tickets for the gala are fifty dollars? Okay, same location. Yep, same Hilton location Gardens again at the Hilton Garden Inn. Um, yeah, uh, and and we are still, um, you know, for those community members that are there, um, especially for small business owners or, you know, those people that are um, skilled artists and um, crafters or jewelers or, you know, you have things that, you know, you'd like to donate to our silent auction. We definitely, you know, we'd ask that you please get in contact with us. Um, we are, we're always looking for things to be able to display and, uh, it'll go toward a good cause, certainly underwriting our programs. Okay. And, uh, let's try and, oh, absolutely. let's try and motivate, uh, people to donate to the silent auction yeah. a little bit here. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about the silent auction, specifically how it works and, uh, what happens? Well, we are, we're, again, um, we're very, uh, uh, in this community, um, we're very grateful to receive um, gifts from a, just a number of uh, you know local businesses and like I said, people who who have made things and um, you know we at the um, Hilton Garden Inn there there'll be rooms designated um, to where items will be displayed and um, you know uh, we had everything from paintings to um, wonderful jewelry by uh, Lawrence Richter. Um, uh, a gift basket by uh, Blue Boy, Blue Boy Chocolate. Um, several yum yum. Yeah, several. Is that going to make it to the auction? Oh, oh, we we <laughs> make sure we make sure we pick it up a day before. We pick it up a day before. So yeah, Kip May always donates. Kip, a, Kip uh, May's wonderful package. Yep, Kip May's wonderful package, and um, you know, throughout the evening, um, participants will have an opportunity to just kind of you know look and you know place their bids and. Um, it's it's entertaining. It's competitive. Yeah. Um, Vegas and, style. Uh, yeah, it's it's competitive. So uh, and McQueeba Reese is doing a great job with it this year, and uh, you know we're 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 excited again. It's just something. Just one of those things that um, you know people look forward to being a part of. Okay. Awesome. Um, and again, great honor from my wife. I'll have to um talk to someone uh, <laughs> on this committee. Um, just before coming here and I received a phone call from my lovely wife asking me why didn't I tell her because I didn't know no. and she said they said I didn't know <laughs> I was shocked you know that's so not going to fly you got me in trouble a little bit um, but you did know so you couldn't tell her well that's true and that's what I told her now. hey and he's sticking to it yes hey. I'm going to help you stick to this we can use alternative facts too <laughs> um, was there another specific event that we wanted to well, discuss I, well no I, I just uh, I want to just thank our, our generous sponsors, our, those those individuals and those organizations that underwrote our programs uh, for 2017. The uh, 
City of Bloomington uh, Community and Family Resources Department, City of Bloomington, the Office of the Mayor, uh, Dr. K. Luke Eads, uh, DDS, Indiana University Office of the Vice President for Diversity, Equity, and Multicultural Affairs, Ivy Tech Community College, Lumina Foundation, the Media School, Indiana University, the Monroe County Branch, NAACP, Sydney and Lois Eskenazi Museum of Art, and Old National Bank. Um, our underwriters for the, or our sponsors for the uh, essay contest, Indiana University Credit Union, uh, Order of the Eastern Star, Southern Star, number 50, Griffin Realty, uh, and the Prince Hall Free and Accepted Masons, Stone City Lodge, number 54. Again, thank you um, yes. for your generosity, and uh, we hope that you'll be proud of the programs that we have scheduled. Yes. And, and these are businesses and organizations that, that come to, uh, I mean, they, they support you every single year yes. without fail. Yep. And uh, as a former member of the uh, Black History Committee, I know I, I can appreciate how valuable that sponsorship is year after year because when you start counting those dollars yes, and you have to put on all these events, you know, you can't put them together off of hopes and wishes. That's right. <laughs> that, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Um, a little bit more about the essays. Um, we know that there are three different categories. Uh, I will um, inform my readers that elementary and elementary school their essays are between 300 and 500 words, yes. or I'm sorry, 350 and 500 words. That's right. um, and the high school essay should be between five and 700 words. Yes. Um, and there are a couple components that must be included in your story, and those will be found on the website, like we said earlier. Right. Um, is there anything else that we'd like to talk? We, we have. Did you mention IU we have Credit several. Union? Because yes. they donate the iPads. Yes, right? yes, 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 yes uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I, IU Credit Union has been um, been so generous to us over the years, and uh, we were we were glad to have representatives there as to actually present those young people, uh, you know, with the iPad. So um, yeah, they oh they started doing that. Huh? Yes, yes, they yes. haven't always done that in the yes, past. They, this is this is a good thing. Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah, they are. Um, they are very involved, and so yeah, we are we are pretty excited. Good, and I, I just want to congratulate everyone. I think um, with the theme this year, uh, again, we've heard the word timely a couple of times, um, and I think it, it is, in fact, very timely, mm -hmm. um, and I think it will be illuminating. I, I really, really do. Um, uh, and many of us know certain things. Yeah. Uh, we will still learn more, but for the community at large, I think it is a wonderful thing. Um, and I'll be quizzing people along the way as well. Um, we might quiz you all. Like, like a raisin such, in like the sun. Like such as, oh, that's the answer? Um, Lorraine Hansberry. Where is our buzzer? I could have freed more slaves oh. if they'd only knew they were slaves. That is true. Uh, that, that, now, who said that? You see, now we, we can move on. Um, Moses. Yes. Uh, also, uh, we would like for the people to stop by the shower building and see our display because we are highlighting the Afro-American uh, women of the Bloomington community in Monroe County. So we will highlight those famous black women's, well, famous to us. Is it a historical <laughs> display? Yes. Okay. Going back, you know, how far? Well... I think it's more modern than historic because we're trying to show the teams that we have people in this day and time now living in Bloomington that have made huge contribution to the city of Bloomington and Monroe County as well as the country. So we're going to highlight women's of Monroe County and Bloomington. Awesome. Well, we are just about out of time. Is there anything else that you want to tell us and, and about you know, 10, 20 seconds or less before we uh, transition to the next show. Oh, again, we uh, show. just in, in particular, very proud that um, uh, Doris Sims is our 2017 uh, Living Legend Award uh, recipient. Um, for those of you who, um, you know, want to be there with her that uh, uh, 
for the presentation the evening. Again, um, you know, get your tickets when they go on sale. She's a very popular person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, uh, you know, we don't want you to be left out. But, um, yeah, we're, we're so excited. And uh, I'm ever so thankful for our ch- to our chair, Martha Chamberlain, as well as members of the uh, Black History Month Planning Committee for their patience with me. And uh, certainly, um, big shout out to my director, Beverly Calendar Anderson, and my wife for uh, uh, taking on and holding us down at home. So, and my mama said, the next time, boy, you on the radio, you better give me a shout out. So, you know, I was, just, I was just thinking that. I was like, you know, is there um, anybody else? But very, very well deserved. And, um, uh, you take instructions well, my brother. <laughs> we want to thank City of Bloomington Safe and Civil City Director Rafi Hassan and Miss Martha Chamberlain. It was it's been charming tonight, Martha. I enjoyed yes, this. Thanks. Who was the chair of the twenty seventeen Black History Month Planning Committee for coming on to enlighten us on an upcoming events and programs of interest for this year's Black History Month. Bring It On has an open submission policy, so if you have any ideas for this program, we would like to hear them. Please send your emails to our volunteer staff. The address is bringiton at wfhb.org. We at WFHB would like to make sure we share any and everything affecting the African-American community with our listening audience in Bloomington and beyond. That email address, once again, bringiton at wfhb.org. Support for WFHB comes from Bloom Magazine. The editors of Bloom Magazine believe local businesses are endangered by online shopping and they encourage you to shop locally. More information is available at macbloom.com. Illuminating the Gifts of Black Women, you just heard To Be Young, Gifted, and Black by Nina Simone. It was written in memory of Simone's late friend Lorraine Hansberry, author of the play A Raisin in the Sun. 
The song was originally recorded and released by Simone in 1969, also featuring on her 1970 album Black Gold, and was a civil rights anthem released as a single. It peaked at number eight on the R&B chart and number 76 on the Hot 100. This is Bring It On, the People's Forum for Black Culture in South Central Indiana and beyond. Are you a tweeter? You're invited to follow the WFHB News Twitter account. This is a great way to stay to get breaking news and updates on what's going on behind the scenes and on the air with WFHB News. Go to twitter.com and search for WFHB News. Or you can always visit the WFHB's news website at wfhb.org slash news. Bring It On is Indiana's only public affairs program dedicated to the African American community here on WFHB 91.3 FM and live on the web at wfhb.org. And for Bring It On, I'm still Jim Sims. Yes, you are, and I'm William Hosea. At the top of the hour, we shared that we have invited Monica Johnson, director of the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center, to visit with us to learn of a variety of Black History Month engagement activities on the IU Bloomington campus. She joins us now to provide that overview. Monica, welcome to Bring It On. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be back. Let, let's it, get the crowd involved. Where's our crowd? Yeah, Monica, welcome to Bring It On. All right now. All right, we got the crowd. Well, we let, got let's the make crowd. it a little. Let's make it a little more formal. How you doing, girl? How you doing, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm sure you were uh, listening to our conversation with uh, Rafi Hassan and Martha Chamberlain, mm-hmm. uh, talking all about the city of Bloomington's Black History Month activities. So why don't you tell us about IU's uh, activities? Well, um, this year, Indiana University is um, collecting a lot of different experiences across specifically the Bloomington campus, as well as all of our other campuses. Um, For the Bloomington campus, this year's theme is IU Black History Made Daily. And it's really an effort to not just recognize and celebrate the history of African-American and people of the African diaspora, but also to acknowledge the, the contemporary temporary experiences and accomplishments of African-American, Black, and the people of the diaspora peoples um, currently in today's history. So um, it's a recognition that our students and our community and our faculty and staff and the rest of Black folks in this country are still currently making history and doing things that are amazing and worth celebrating. You mentioned uh, something about uh, collecting information from all the other campuses also. Mm-hmm. That, so is one program going to be similar to the uh, other programs on other campuses? Every campus is doing their own their thing. Own thing. But um, you have you you do have the same you have the same theme. No, every campus has its own theme uh, as well. Okay. Every campus is is really being able to nail in and and identify which areas they would like to explore. Um, and if you would like to find a complete listing of what's going on across the IU system, you can go to diversity.iu.edu, and there will be a full listing of the programs that are happening on all of the campuses. And again, that. That's diversity.iu.edu. I'm going to do that right now <laughs> while, while Jim uh, takes over uh, the conversation. Well, actually, I um, I don't have a list of, of some of the, the events that's on campus. Okay. And maybe we could just go over a few of them. I know there are many, and there are a great variety of them. Right. Um, Our very first event is going to happen on the first day of Black History Month, which will be Wednesday, February 1st, and it's happening at 6 p.m. in the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center, and that is just an opening reception, a kickoff for Black History Month and celebrations on our campus. Um, And from that program, we'll have a variety of campus departments who are um, providing events as well as student organizations that are providing events. Um, a couple to mention, um, on the third, DJ Spooky, that subliminal <laughs> kid, a.k.a. Paul Miller, is going to um, 
be they're doing a um an exploration of that through the the Black Film Center and Archives. Um the African American Read In is happening on Monday, February the sixth, and that's at eleven AM. Um and that's also in the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center and that's a program that that involves um students around Bloomington and it's being hosted through the IU School of Education. Mm. Um there is a film that's again um going to be hosted at the IU Cinema and that's um, from the late author James Baldwin that is I Am Not Your Negro and that's happening on Thursday February the 9th and again on Friday February 10th Um, we are having the Knowledge Bowl and we are remixing it this year it's going to be called the Black Family Feud, and it's going to be a competition between student organizations, and that's going to happen also at the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center. Um, an event I'm really excited about on February the 15th, which is a Wednesday, we have alums coming back to discuss their experience post-graduation, um, and we have a, a, a good roster of alumni who are going to come and, and, and do a panel, and that's called the Black Excellence Alumni Panel. Um, and we have a event coming up on February 27th in collaboration with my diversity partners at the School of Public Health, and that event is going to be called Black Don't Crack. Um, I'm really excited about that because I know we, we use that phrase often when we say black don't crack, typically in the appearance of African-American folks and aging, um, but it's really a conversation about what's happening on the inside as far as health with the black community because we may not look like we're aging, but right. there are a lot of risk factors that are elevated. There are a lot of health conditions that are really, really going rampant throughout our community. So we want to have an open and honest discussion about how do we keep ourselves healthy and how do we sustain our communities. Um, and those are just a, a few of mm-hmm. the events. Those are just highlighted events. There are tons of things that school, the individual schools at IU Bloomington are mm-hmm. doing and that the individual student organizations are doing. Um, and again, if you would like the complete listing, go to diversity.iu.edu. And we are definitely making that a dynamic list where we're updating things and, and keeping people up to up to date on what we're doing on the campus and what's being offered. IU Black History Made Daily. I like that. Because like if you are on the campus um, and we're there for um, academics and, and social um, getting along with folks, supporting each other, um, it actually is made daily. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I am I'm so proud of uh, many of the students and my fellow alums. Um, speaking of which, and again, the kickoff reception will be February the 1st, yes. the first day of Black History Month, 6 p.m., um, at the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center. Will that be in the Grand Hall? It or will be in the Grand in Hall. In the Grand Hall. Um, and before we go any a little bit further, the James Baldwin movie, and I want to get this correct, I Am Not Your Negro. Is that, yes. Now, is that open to the community? It is, and it's is, at the IU Cinema. Okay, and at the IU Cinema. Okay. Um, and if you got your student ID, obviously, is there a cost or is this... Um, is it free to the community or free or is there associated cost? I am not sure Don't on know. that one. That's... I can check back and let y'all know. Okay. And in the meantime, diversity.iu.edu. And, that, and it may have that information there. Um, and you also mentioned the Black Excellence Alumni Panel. Um, and I can, and, and being a, a, an alum, and I'm still wondering where's my invitation for uh. me to sit on this. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> 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 but uh, me and Boone, uh, but she was ready um, to handwrite it out for you. Ain't that was the truth? I? Okay. <laughs> but but the panel itself, and I'm sure it, it's to be supportive of experiences and and some academic pursuits. And do you have any idea on who some of these alums might be? I do. Or, and and I some do. of the topics on on um, and how it's going to support our, our young students. We have Bill Shrewsbury who. Um, mm-hmm has Shrewsbury and Associates up in Indianapolis. He is a entrepreneur. He has mm-hmm. a very successful company. Um, we have Crystal, Te- Crystal Telefero, who actually is um, now the director of the IU Soul Review, yes. uh, but a very accomplished musician, um, has traveled the world. Um, Mohammed Sayir, who mm-hmm. works for Indiana University um, Counseling um, Department for CAPS, and he's going to talk about going into the counseling profession. Yes. Um, and 
And the last is Regina Hill, and she is the Chief Diversity Officer at Bethel College in Indiana. Um, But she is going to come and talk about going into higher education, going into diversity work, and what all of that means. We're trying to get alums who are crossing kind of um, academic majors, Mm -hmm. academic experiences, some folks who maybe had intentions to do other things when they first graduated and landed into other other careers. Um, Because it's really important for me, specifically at this time, to talk to students about the what-ifs. Like you've written out this plan, you have this this trajectory of how you will be successful, right? About how specifically as black students, you will make yourself excellent or make your own name in history. Um, And the reality is for many of us, you get involved in the world, you have a couple experiences and then you land into something that you end up either liking or that Mm -hmm. it prepares you for something that you really like. So I wanted to give them the opportunity to run into to alumni who have redefined success for themselves okay monica i'm, I'm kind of curious now we rafi was uh telling us about the uh, city of blooming bloomington's black history month committee members mm-hmm. and uh, one of whom is whom is jim's lovely wife and i, I have a lovely daughter on the committee shout out shout but out. W- as far as iu is concerned are you the committee or or do you have students working with you if so would you like to tell us a little bit about them I do have a variety of students that I work with on a regular basis, um, as well as other faculty and staff members that I collaborate with on coming up with the ideas Mm -hmm. for programming. Um, Monthly, I actually meet with a group of presidents and vice presidents who are the leadership for the predominantly um, African-American student organizations or organizations whose mission focuses specifically on African-American students. We call that the Black President's Cabinet. Um, And I use them a little bit as my advisory board is kind of my trustees but i also make sure that that program also includes like student development also so um we are consistently in conversation they tell me what they need they tell me what they're looking for Mm -hmm. um and i also find opportunities to tag them in on building programming for them or um, finding out if they can be of mentorship to other folks because they also work throughout the development programs in the Neil Marshall. So you coordinate across organizational lines mm-hmm. on, on campus. Okay. But the commonality is Black History Month. Right. Um, shortest month of the year. We got but a few days. <laughs> squeeze in a whole bunch of information. Um, we have a few minutes left in um Again, I'll remind our listeners, you can get the rest of this information or more at diversity.iu.edu. And, and we may refer a little bit more to that. But, Monica, I would like to, in, with from your perspective, the climate on campus, and particularly with our African-American students, with regard to the election, um, this latest presidential election mm. and some of the, the policies and actions that's happened. So what's the feel on campus with, with our, um, our, our young brothers and sisters? Well, directly after the election, um, there was an article in the Herald Times. We were like I was quoted in that article um, and talking about the overall mood. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an election party um, as the night went on, the students kind of got a little bit more somber as things went on. Um, And afterwards, the next day, we hosted a healing lunch where we just gave folks the opportunity to come, eat some food. Mm -hmm. That had to be unplanned. Talk about it. No, it just was like, hey, I know I need to see y'all. Right. Because you see people's social media pages and and you see that they're reacting and that they're frustrated. And um, um, and that probably was the case for a wide variety of students, not just African-American students, because for some of them, this was the first election they got the chance to vote in. And if you look at um, the demographic breakdowns for who voted for who, you can tell that most of the folks in that that younger new voter age group typically did not vote for the person who won. Um, So you have folks who are like, hey, this is my very first vote. Everybody's been talking about how important that's going to be and how that's going to count. And then there's, of course, disappointment there, right? And then there are folks who, regardless of their cultural identity, are having um, some frustrations and struggles with what may be the overall tone 
right, of of the administration. And um, we at the Neil Marshall want to make sure that our students have an outlet to come and voice those things and get um, ideas about what's next. What does it mean for you to be upset? What are the actions that you take after that? Um, And I would like to say that across um, the units of the Office of the Vice President for Diversity and Equity and Multicultural Affairs, and that's where the um, Neil Marshall Black Culture Center, as well as the other culture centers are housed, Mm -hmm. across those units and across those culture centers, we all made sure that we were providing our students with those supportive spaces um, and with those avenues to resources. Um, And... I do want to take a moment to say that, yes, Black History Month, we celebrate that um, during the month of February. But we as campus partners make sure that we explore cultural heritage and make sure that our students are feeling welcome across the board and supported on our campus, regardless of what day it is and what month it is. Um, So I'm I'm very excited to be at an institution and working in a university where um, that cultural knowledge and competency and support is so easily given and natural to our community. Good, and even makes made history made daily even more appropriate. Um, and I also, while, while we just, is it time to move on? I, I guess one more thing to say. Monica, I just want to thank you. you there's programs that's going on at the Black Culture Center, Neil Marshall Center. There's a support system. I'm hearing so many positive things. Um, I'm on the other, the residential side of campus, and the, but mm-hmm. I, I do, and I'm part of that. So um, just want to say congratulations. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Um, and, and our, our folks, a lot of them, um, and, and other students as well, very diverse little situation there, but they need the support, they need the programming. Thank you, thank you very much. I just said one more quick question about the uh, Black History Month lineup. Yes. I'm seeing a spring comedy series here. Now, is that at the Bloomington campus or one of the other one of the I'm other not sure. You went to the website. Let's share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's um, that saying? Thursday, February the 2nd. IU Southeast. That's at oh, IU Southeast. Yeah. Okay. You going to take the show on the road? You going down there? Show on the road. You pay me enough, I'll take it anywhere. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, once again, we want to thank Monica Johnson, director of the Neil Marshall Black Culture Center, for visiting with us to learn of a variety of Black History Month engagement activities on the IU Bloomington campus. And if I'm you, trying, trying to... If you have an event or happening the African-American community should know about, please send the info directly to the Bring It On staff. Or if you want additional information about a calendar item that you've heard tonight, you can contact us at bringiton at wfhb.org.
just heard Optimistic, sung by Sounds of Blackness, a Grammy Award-winning vocal and instrumental ensemble from Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota, who performed music from several genres of music, including gospel, R&B, soul, and jazz. Bring It On is Indiana's only public affairs program dedicated to the African-American community here on WFHB 91.3 FM and live on the web at WFHB.org. William, my brother, always a pleasure. Likewise. We want to thank City of Bloomington Safe and Civil City Director Rafi Hassan and Martha Chamberlain, Chair of the 2017 Black History Month Planning Committee, for coming on to enlighten us on upcoming events and programs of interest for this year's Black History Month. Our show's executive producer is Clarence Boone, with help from WFHB News Director, News Department Director Joe Crawford. Our news editor is Michael Nolan. Tonight's board engineer was Floyd Hobson. Our original theme music was created by Jamil FM with additional background tracks by David Baker. For WFHB, I'm William Hosea. And I'm Jim Sims. Be sure to tune in next Monday for another edition of Bring It On, right here on your community radio station, WFHB. You've been listening to Bring It On, a volunteer-powered production of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana. Bring It On is your forum for open dialogue on the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American community in South Central Indiana and beyond. Send your comments, suggestions, and story ideas directly to the Bring It On staff. The email address is bringit at wfhb.org. That's bringit at wfhb.org.